Hey, Peter. Welcome home, sir. For your information, Robin is trying on costumes in the Batcave again. He's doing some pirouettes in Patrishnikov. A modern podcast where Chris and Mike talk about TV, movies, superheroes, and everything in between. It's time for Superhero Slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And this is our spoiler cast for the Lego Batman movie. Woo! Yeah! Lego Batman is finally upon us. This is our first spoiler cast of the year because it's really our first uh, superhero movie of the year. I think most people, including us, consider this a bona fide superhero movie. Yes. It is, uh, it is the Lego Batman movie. Uh, this movie is very much focused on Batman, which I thought was uh, an interesting way to... Uh, uh, make a sequel to a Lego movie and not concentrate too much on the Lego aspect of it. But uh, yeah, we're here to talk about Batman and uh, we're mm-hmm. going to talk about all of Batman. That's right. There are spoilers in this. We're no holds barred. We're going to go at it full force. And, you know, it's funny you mentioned that, you know, the sequel to the Lego movie is the Lego Batman movie. And then we didn't even know this, but wa- walking this, we got a, a, there's another sequel to the Lego movies, the Lego Ninjago <laughs> movie. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. We might think that's spoiler cast worthy when it comes out because this movie was off the chain. I tell you what, yeah, my favorite DC movie in years, if I was going to be honest yeah. with you. It was it was hilarious. It has like that perfect uh, Lego brand of humor, which I think when people think of a Lego movie, that's what they're going to think about. They're going to think about the interesting visuals with making a movie out of Legos, and also they're going to think about the kind of the referential humor. Uh, and I think that's uh, awesome, and that's what we love about the Lego humor. Uh, but this movie had a lot of humor, but also had some feels to it. It had some feels. What did you feel about those feels? Yeah, I mean, it definitely has a, a, an arc, a character. It has more character arc than most of the other movies we saw. Again, and not to not to go back to harping on Batman v Superman, but like the Batman in this one, you know, he starts off being cool and awesome and like very one sided, like I work alone, and then. Coming around to say like he needs a family by the end of it, and he wants to work with his Bat family. Um, I, I definitely agree with you. It's got it's got heart, it's got character arcs, and that's something you know a lot of real life movies can't pull off. And so I'm glad they mm-hmm. were able to pull that off in this uh, animated movie, a very um, visually stylized animated movie. So yeah. But if you are curious about our theater-going experiences, you can go check that out on our normal weekly episode of uh, Superhero mm-hmm. Slate, episode 108. You can hear how uh, our trip to the theater went, but this is going to be all about Batman and the story. And um, uh, let's just let's just start, I guess, at the beginning. Uh, all awesome movies start with a black screen. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, he's narrating over the black screen. He's narrating over all the, the production company icons. He's like, I don't mm. even remember what the one was. Uh, and this might be a trend for me on this one. Like, I like this movie. I had a great time, but very, very forgettable, um, sadly. So, um, I I know, um, I forget, but he's like, it's very, very macho. I don't know what they do, but they're very macho. Uh, and Will Arnett's voice, like, he just nailed it. He just hit it right out of the park with this, man. Like, everything he said was, was gold. 
Barry Batman Gold. Yeah, Will Arnett makes a really great, I guess, uh, humoristic uh, Batman. I don't know if I could ever like take him like brutally serious and ever be like terrified of him, which I think is a uh, a, a component that a real Batman needs. Uh, but I thought he, I think he he added well to the to the long history of Batman, which is brought up quite a bit in this movie. Uh, I think they in, instead of like referencing referencing uh, what it's like to be a Lego in a Lego universe, they talked about what it's like. Being Batman in a, in Batman's universe, and they mm. went all the way back to the '60s, so nothing was off limits, which I thought was uh, which I well, thought was really great. Well, it actually went back even farther when they were showing him in his older old costumes, like the original costumes from the original comic books he showed up in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I mean, this it, if it has happened to Batman in a comic book or a movie, it has technically happened to this Lego Batman, and uh, that was that was great for him to either reference those things or make, poke fun at them. Um, I mean, they they definitely had their. I mean, for a Warner Brothers produced movie, they still you know poked fun at the the other movies that came out, even as so much as a Suicide Squad recently. So um, I, I think that was really good, and I think you know we talk about you know Will Arnett being the voice. I think all the other voice actors really rounded this out really well. Um, oh yeah, they did a they did a great job. Uh, you were saying on our normal episode uh, that Michael Sarah did an awesome job as Robin. I would totally agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, the the bright eyed you know orphan who's like, you know, looking for that dad figure, the padre figure, if you will. Um, and and just, he just nailed it. Zach Galifianakis steals the show as the, that Joker. Um, mm-hmm. And like the way his like sharp teeth are there, or like one of them's pointed out when he's frowning. Uh, they they just there's so much animation like motion in their face, emotion in their faces for these little Lego figures. And yeah, and, and speaking and speaking of the the animation, I thought everything the action was really awesome too. Like this was like a pretty cool action sequence movie. Uh, we start with Batman basically taking out all of these uh, villains while he puts a um, like a butt kicking theme song. I don't remember exactly what playlist he loaded up when he started kicking butt, but that was really really cool. And uh, yeah, so that. I, there's, I, th- I think the reason maybe why when you bring up and you say this movie is, is is forgettable, I would almost give it the benefit of the doubt of saying that just so much is going on in this movie that it is kind of hard to remember mm-hmm. exactly what you have seen. I think this movie would benefit very much from a, uh, from a second watching just because even though we have already seen the Lego movie and we already love the original Lego movie, um, it's almost still surprising to see a whole movie made out, made out of Legos. Um, you know, they, they really bring you right into it when they start the movie with this giant Lego plane uh, flying through the sky. And they go even to the detail of putting like the condensation uh, water along the plane, which mm-hmm. is like, wow, that's a really high level of detail. And you're like, oh, they're, they're really polishing up. And then these bad guys swoop in with their like uh, flame with the like flame cutters. And it's just the, the iconic Lego transparent Lego Fire. flame yeah. cutting the back. And that kind of really brings you back into the, the goofiness of the Lego universe. And, uh, and then they get you right into the, the referential humor where the two best friend pilots are just like, oh yeah, we're just here transporting basically all of this dangerous stuff. Can we fly right over? Over the your really populated city, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like oh, the most crime ridden city in the world, and we're gonna fly over. Is that cool? And he's like, mm. I'm looking at people. They uh, they look okay with this. Let's go. So uh, <laughs> it, the, the jokes they they hit so fast. Like the, I don't know if there's a second wasted in this movie. To be honest with you, on in terms of puns, word plays, or just you know visual reference humor. 
Oh yeah, uh, I mean, I had to I had to get up and use the bathroom once, and I ran as quickly as I could, and I'm sure I mi- missed at least five jokes in that time, just because the 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 joke density is just uh, out of out of control. But I mean, if we were going to try to like, I guess, organize our thoughts a little bit, uh, what did you what did you think overall about the the story? Oh, I think the story. I mean, it's a great Batman story. I mean, it's kind of more like a a love story, really. It's because bat it's about Batman and Joker. The Joker wants Batman to hate him. And Batman's like, well, I don't want to hate you because then I'll have been connected to something. Yeah, and, and that's the whole that's the whole point of the movie is the Joker trying to get Batman to care enough to hate him, and mm-hmm. and Batman trying to figure out, you know, does he need to be doing this alone his whole life? So I think it was a great story. I think it's great for adults. It's great for kids, and um, I it's, it's just fun. And and yeah, I I mean honestly, I didn't have a I didn't have a problem with with most of it. Like I, yeah, I think it's a I great mean, adult I, story. I think it's one of those. Uh, I think it's one of those awesome stories that if you found a way to maybe uh, make it a little bit more mature, obviously it couldn't be filmed in Lego. Like if this, I think this could translate to live action. Basically, the story. Uh, you have basically a, a grounded Batman who just really doesn't uh, doesn't want to be alone, but he's kind of forced to be alone because he lost his family. You know, it's a it's a dark story, and he he's trying to keep everybody else at arm's length because he's like afraid of losing them. So, uh, you know, when he goes back to his bat cave all by himself, you know, yeah, it would be kind of sad, and you know, like he like he disrespects Alfred, which was kind of sad, but you know, he he came back around eventually. But um, yeah, I thought I thought the story was solid. Uh, we we got to go around the universe a little bit, and we got to we got to peek in on the Justice League. Which I I didn't expect it to be a moment where basically Batman also didn't have any friends. You know, you you were at least expect you know you know maybe I don't know Green Lantern or the Flash to like Batman, but no one likes Batman. He's like the he's like the guy at the party that no one wants to hang out with. Maybe just because he's too brooding and too sad all the time and thinks he's too awesome. But uh, yeah, that was that was uh, that was kind of cool to see that a uh, little bit of a cameo there. And uh, they did a cool job of kind of making the I guess the MacGuffin of the story uh, to be the phantom zone projector and it didn't seem weird or out of place you know because it's like they're lucky enough to where everything in the warner brothers universe is at their disposal so yeah why not bring up why not bring superman's thing in you know yeah exactly well see that's the thing with um i played the lego batman video games and once they got to the point where like oh well we have superman and wonder woman and all these other like you know uh justice league people like Batman doesn't seem as cool because he's not as powered <laughs> uh-huh. as those people. So it was cool that they were there, but they they went over in like they weren't imposing on the story as well. However, I'm gonna have to go against. I'm not go against it, but like Brand, the the my biggest complaint against this movie is the last act is all the villains are from other Warner Brothers properties and not actually Batman villains. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, if they're if they're gonna reference the Justice League and not use them, you know, cool. But like, we don't need to know that you know Sauron from Lord of the Rings is like one of the big villains in this movie. Yeah, it, I will admit it did seem kind of weird uh, to kind of be focused so much on Batman for the majority of this movie. Like we're in Gotham, like ninety percent of this movie, we're only seeing Batman villains and even the really obscure ones that are worth the Google. If you Condiment tell me. King, Condiment <laughs> King. So yeah, it is kind of weird to kind of bring in these other properties, but I guess it's like, um, it's kind of like a low hanging fruit over there at Lego because they can easily grab any of these franchises and throw them in the movie. So maybe there does need to be some restraint with them. 
like I think maybe when you think about their next movie, Ninjago, I would think nothing is going to pop up in that movie, right? That would be kind of weird if, if like a Batman or Wonder Woman or another intellectual property uh, popped up in their own original IP. So maybe that we won't see that over there. But I'd like to think um, so, but I feel like. <laughs> You know, hey, kids know Harry Potter, or kids know Batman, or Batman was like, let's uh-huh. let's throw in a, a a splash of Batman here at some point in the trailer to like Batman thinks these ninjas are dumb or something like. That. I don't know. I feel like you're right. It's low hanging fruit, and you know, for the audiences targeted at children, it could be a problem overall. Mm-hmm. But I thought some of the villains they did bring in were kind of cool. Like again, um, Voldemort. Um, so the actor who plays Voldemort, Ray Fiennes, was actually the voice of of Alfred. And the guy who voiced Voldemort was not Ray Fiennes, who actually played yeah, him in the I, movies. Yeah, I believe Eddie Izzard was the yeah. voice of uh, Voldemort, if I remember right, in yeah. the credits. Yep. Um, There's Lord of but the Rings, that was, King Kong, yeah. as you pointed out. Uh, <laughs> and I think the biggest grab and something I, I, you know, they used sparingly, thank God, were the Daleks from Doctor Who. And I think uh, I think that was a big grab because you know they got that real robotic voice, like exterminate oh, kind of thing. Let Let's not forget a cameo. I thought. I would never see in a movie and the very least would see in a Lego movie, but very pleasantly surprised is we got to see the gremlins. That mm. was so cool. I don't know yeah. how you felt about that. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm not too precious on gremlins, uh, but I definitely agree. I was more kind of like, oh, they have a T-Rex and, and the Velociraptors from Jurassic Park in the background as well. So mm. uh, I'm all on board. I mean, I, they, they, it was great to see them. I'm, I'm not going to deny yeah. that. See, see, look at that. We, we, we were, we were, ups, we were kind of upset at the low hanging fruit, but at the end of the day, we kind of like the cameos too. So, I mean, maybe that's just what you, kind of have to expect with the lego movie is like you're going to get the lego humor and then also you're going to get the uh you're going to get basically what made them the the toy giant that they are is all the ips that they can stretch out and attach themselves to yeah i mean again i i don't again they are fun to see but at the same time i'm like they had hundreds it felt like of batman villains there and um, only some of them just got a couple seconds of, of screen time. Like, I felt the Riddler was underplayed uh, be- simply because the uh, Dark Knight Rises version of Bane got more voice voice time. Cause, yeah. Because he was, like, doing his, oh, Batman kind of voice, you know. <laughs> I can't do it right now because it's on the spot, but I... Well, yeah. well, he's an inti- he's an intimidating guy. You know, when he's using the bathroom, he's going to give off that vibe of, hey, I'm using the bathroom right now. Maybe you should come back later. So, yeah, it, it, exactly. So, I mean, I, I'm on I'm on board with some of it, but I really want to see more of those Batman villains kind of come to the forefront there, because like you said, this is going to benefit so much from repeat viewings. And I'm not going to be bothered by throwing this on once every couple weeks to to find what new things are in the background. <laughs> what Batman suits did we miss other than Reggae Man, you know, in, <laughs> in there. So, so yeah. So uh, speaking of the characters, uh, I think the, the the major question here is, who did you like more? Did you like Batman more or did you like Robin more? Because I thought both of their characters were just awesome. Yeah, uh, I. <laughs> it is really hard to say. I think I liked them better when they were together. Like, essentially, like Batman found out. Like, I liked him better because... Batman's like, do this, do that. And he's like, you listen really great to me, man. We make a great team because yeah. you do what I say. <laughs> um, and, and Robin was cool. I, I think he, uh, again, Michael Sarah throwing in a wrench. Like, I thought he was kind of done for a while. And then he comes in with this voice and, and knocks it out of the park. Um, so I don't yeah, know. I like, I, I like them both. 
Yeah, I just want to say, I've always been a fan of Michael Sarah. I know there's a lot of people out there that I guess they just rub him the wrong way. Maybe it's just because he's typically playing the same role in, in most movies, but I've always been a big fan of him. He, you know, he's in one of my favorite movies of all time, Scott Pilgrim. So I'm always happy to see Michael Sarah pop up on the credits uh, of a movie. So yeah, I thought the Robin was great. He just had that ridiculous, optimistic uh, uh, part of him. Tweet, tweet, I'm in the street. <laughs> yeah. you know, just the, the, the jokes are so funny. Like just thinking back to him now, once they pop in my head, yeah. like I'm just smiling from ear to ear because they're so funny so i mean like i, I feel well, like they could just make anything a good movie you know they, they, they could, could make any as long as they put you know enough care in it and they're not just throwing stuff at the wall and see what sticks uh mm-hmm. but again one of the one of my favorite you know when robin first meets bruce wayne and he's like my name's richard grayson but the kids at the orphanage call me dick and he's like well kids can be mean sometimes and <laughs> yeah that uh, was, I think, that was the biggest response joke in the theater for sure. Uh, I think that's just because all the adults maybe weren't <laughs> expecting probably such a mature joke. But it is one of those like, it's like one of those perfect. I I would kind of call it like a SpongeBob joke. Like SpongeBob is full of these mature jokes that would fly over kids' heads. Uh, but so that one was just awesome. I I laughed out. I laughed out loud for sure at that part. Yeah. Oh, uh, one cameo I did mention in the characters. Billy D. Williams voiced Two Face. Uh, whenever they had like all the villains there, kind of at the end. Yeah, Conan O'Brien was also the voice of the Riddler too. But he, the Riddler was I, I wouldn't even. I think his voice was in it more than the looks of the Riddler. Almost. Yeah. Uh, well, Billy D. Williams played uh, Harvey Dent in the live action '80s Batman's, uh, which I thought was a cool throwback. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's what that was. That was so many cameos. I did now when they showed Shark Repellent for the first time, and Batman's like, wait. That, that's a bad idea. You can you can keep that. I'm like, they're going to need the shark repellent later. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, I didn't even know the shark repellent was a callback to the, the classic 1960s Batman. Oh, okay. I've, I've barely seen any of it. I've seen the only the only thing I've actually seen of the old Batman is just in gifts. So him running around with like the with the giant bomb. And I know there is a scene where he's like hanging from like a helicopter and there's like a shark like like attached to like the ladder or something but i don't remember any sort of shark repellent but yeah they do set up that scene where like oh we're definitely going to see that shark repellent later and then when they have that kind of like dopey shark kind of come down from the fans it's just like yeah he's gonna get sprayed Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and and so on i mean uh, i i keep forgetting but rosario dawson was barbara gordon uh, mm-hmm. And we know her from all the Netflix stuff she does with Marvel right now, so that was kind of cool. I, I think her character was really good, Barbara Gordon, aka Batgirl. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, that was fun. I, it was yeah. a good movie. I had a really good time at, with it, and and it's hard to find things I, I, I to say like to pick it apart. But my again, my biggest complaint is all the extra things at the end. I didn't know like yeah, bring back I, to yeah, Batman. I'm- I, I would say if I had a, a complaint with the movie, I think I would put it under kind of the look and feel of it. You know, it, this was very much a Batman movie, so really grounded it in Gotham. But I thought it could have maybe uh, been um, have a little bit fresh air in it. You know, they did go to um, the the what is what's Fortress Batman's of Solitude. Thing? I knew Solitude was involved in there somehow. <laughs> the Bunker of Solitude, whatever. Yeah. So they do go there momentarily, and it's kind of nice to get a, a little bit of a, a change of scenery. But then we end up going uh, back to Gotham again. And uh, I, I never really felt too precious about Gotham. I didn't really care if it got ripped apart. I just kind of cared about Batman and Robin and the characters. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah may, maybe – I don't know. Maybe they could have just gone to um, – <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they could have gone to like a neighboring city. It would have been funny if they went over to uh, well, Metropolis for like a second. They did. And maybe. <laughs> well, they also referenced Bloodhaven, which is uh, like the sister city to Gotham where Nightwing watches over. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, they did reference that a couple times. So I agree. So it's, 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 
they had the coloration. If you were to make a Batman movie, this would in live action. This would be the same color palette you would use in a live action Batman movie. So, mm-hmm. in the fact, yes, we could have seen something different, but at the same time, like they nailed it. It looked like a Batman movie for sure. Yeah, but 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 also, um, I've seen some people online say that they thought the movie kind of coasts the last like uh, third of the movie. It just seems to be uh, almost just one long extended uh, trek uh, to to beat the villains, and I, I could I could kind of see that once you kind of get back to uh, once you kind of get back to Gotham uh, from uh, the Justice League. But overall, I thought it was a really fun movie. But I, I think the uh, almost the lion's share of our conversation here um, would be talking about all these Easter eggs. We've talked we've talked about them mm-hmm. here a little bit, but it, it's just full of a bunch of awesome stuff that I just want to bring up. Yeah, well, again, th- the password to the Batcave is Iron Man sucks, <laughs> which was uh, – I, I can't believe they, they would do that. Like, I'm like, oh, they're gonna, there's going to be some Superman joke. But they went right with our Marvel joke, and that was awesome. So mm-hmm. every time he showed up in the Batcave and everyone at the end, they're like, Iron Man sucks. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was fun. And um, the, uh, what was it? Uh, his se- second super, super secret password to the Batcomputer was uh, Alfred the Butler with two T's. And he just, <laughs> he lost his shit when he was laughing. Oh, yeah, that joke. was funny. Uh, I lost it too when he did that. And who, who doesn't like a good butt joke, you know? Oh, uh, there's always a butt joke in, in, in the Lego movie. As the Ninjago trailer shows, there's a butt dial. So uh, <laughs> definitely that. And and Robin ripping his pants off. I'm glad I'm glad that they had a different scene of Robin ripping his pants off for the movie than the one that we saw in the trailer a million times. Uh-huh. Um, I thought that was, that was much more interesting than that. So what do you think? Uh, my question to you is, uh, real quick, when they go to the uh, Phantom Zone, there's uh-huh. that regular eight splat brick that glows different colors when it talks is that a reference to something i missed uh, i don't Do know, know? <laughs> okay i'm like i don't i don't get this i i didn't i didn't quite gather it on that one so i didn't know if that was an easter egg all right what do you got mike what do you got for us well so what I want to do is I kind of want to talk about all of these uh, these other properties that popped up when it comes to the to the villains because I actually had a question for you. So if you if you have a question for me, I have a question for you. Throw it at me. So so we got to see uh, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, King Kong. We saw some Doctor Who, Wicked Witch, Jurassic Park. Uh, I kind of want to put this uh, this more lingering question above you: Is if they end up doing another uh, movie based on an IP, what do you think it's going to be? Ooh. So out of the, I tell you, mm. I mean, it doesn't have to be any of the ones that we saw in this movie, but I mean, I guess just assume if there's been a Lego set of it that hasn't been a Marvel thing, yeah. they could probably do a movie on it. You know, you know, Warner Brothers also owns the movie rights to a lot of these as well. Um, that's uh-huh. probably why they won't do Marvel, but they they on the last two movies they've really hit us over the head with both Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I was a betting man, I would say one of those two simply because probably Lord of the Rings because Harry Potter has the prequels going on right now. Um, mm-hmm. and Lord of the Rings has nothing. I don't know if they're ever, they'll ever come back to Lord of the Rings. So well, I, I, I think that's, I think that's awesome that you brought those two up because I was thinking to myself, Harry Potter would be a good idea to do it because they, they they referenced Harry Potter in the first Lego movie. They I think they leaned on it even more with Voldemort in the second movie. And I think they are looking for movies that they can be uh, humorous about, kind of make fun of themselves with a little bit. And there's just a lot of lore there to explore. And also, thinking of Lord of the Rings, that would be awesome. I think that would work out really well. But 
I thought maybe it would be funny if they did a Harry Potter Lego movie, but then uh, they don't focus on Harry Potter. Like, I thought maybe it would be funny. The movie would be like, what's it like going to Hogwarts the year after Harry Potter leaves? So maybe like the school's just in destruction and disarray and there's all these new rules because it's been destroyed. Or I thought it could be funny. Maybe we just follow this brand new character that uh, is going to school while Harry Potter's already going there. So maybe he can't go to class and can't get his homework done because there's always something crazy going on at the school and maybe he goes back home during breaks and his parents are just mad at him because he's got these bad grades but he can't help it because the school's always getting destroyed so I thought that could be funny and people are always talking about like oh what do you think those kids are actually doing with those spells I'm pretty sure they're doing a some misbehaving type of stuff so I, I think I think that they're not totally done with these intellectual property movies, you know. Oh yeah, exactly. And and you know, maybe they they take take a page and blend them together because there's both magic and fantasy in both of those worlds. Yeah. Uh, and rather yeah. than trying to separate it out, you know, blend them together uh, because Gandalf and 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 uh, uh, Dumbledore kind of look the same. You know, mm-hmm. uh, what if he's like night like uh, gaslighting, like you know, or. Uh, you know, going from back and forth being the same person, but like changing his mask back and forth between the two worlds. <laughs> yeah, and, maybe they call it like a uh, the the Lego Magic movie or something yeah. like that, or sorcery movie. Yeah. So I mean, either way, like it's. I mean, uh, I think you know that that's an opportunity and um, to do that because even in the first Lego movie, uh, Vitruvius gets them confused. He's like, "It's Double Door." Uh-huh. He's like, "Double Door." It's like you have to write all that down. <laughs> I don't remember any of this. Um, <laughs> But other than that, I think I don't I don't think the other ones are, are very like the properties we saw are too ripe for that unless they want to do a universal monster movie uh, kind of thing with with all the monsters. But <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't know where if we're gonna get either of those. But that, that's that's, that's yeah. a good question. That's a really good question. Yeah, I know it is a good question because I've been thinking about it. <laughs> but if we had to circle back around to these uh, these Easter eggs, uh, I think obviously you can tell by the beginning of our, of this episode that we love the uh, iPhone Siri references. That was yes. pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, so yeah, the voice of the, the computer they called Pewter was, was Siri voice. And now you can actually go to your iPhone, activate Siri, and be like, hey, Pewter, and it'll give you back some uh, Lego Batman response. So really fun to see Apple play into that as well. They're like, all right, you know what? They're doing this. Let's go ahead and add it in here Uh, kind of deal. Um, uh, Something else uh, I thought was kind of one of the funnier scenes, I thought, when uh, Robin gets in the the Bat car for the first time. They're driving down the street really fast, and he's like, we don't wear seatbelts, and then the old lady's crossing the street. And he slams uh-huh. on the brakes, and Robin hits the front of the car. Like, <laughs> physical humor on Legos is, is great. And Batman's like, I'm just gonna hold my arm right here. Like we don't have seatbelts. But that that it's actually a reference to Batman Returns when the Penguin steals the Batmobile and is driving it down the street really fast. And about hits an old lady in, in it. So. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't. I didn't even pick up that reference, but that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite references in the movie when they were kind of uh, referencing. Uh, uh, how many times can we use the word reference in the spoiler cast? But I liked it when they were kind of calling back to the older Batman movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, someone uh, someone mentioned about Joker uh, doing uh, the two boats things, and that basically goes back to the Dark Knight with Heath Ledger's Joker. So I thought that was really funny. And then they also referenced the the Suicide Squad a little bit in this movie too. Yeah, they do like uh, Suicide Squad. That's a horrible idea, and <laughs> which is even funnier because that you know that movie didn't. I mean, I think it made more money than Batman v Superman, but like it was still you know bad movie. Yeah, or when a uh, Killer Croc swims down at the beginning of the movie to arm the bomb, and he goes, "Yay, I helped," or uh, "I did something." Yeah. Or something. It's yeah. like, yeah, Killer Croc, that is kind of what you what you're for. 
Oh man, it, I mean, there's 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 so much good stuff going on in that. Um, and then there is a callback again, like you said, a reference that he's a master builder to the first Lego movie, um, mm-hmm. which kind of says you don't you don't have to watch the first Lego movie, but if you haven't seen the first Lego movie, um, you're gonna you're gonna find you're gonna be surprised. I, I went in with very low expectations. I'm like, oh, Legos, like how. How cool can Legos be? And that movie just knocked my socks off. <laughs> the answer is pretty freaking cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. Uh, but so that's cool. And this one has a little callback to that, but it doesn't rely on it too much. So that's 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 a that's a benefit. Yeah, I mean, it. the only thing I want to do right now is watch the movie again. Like we're, I mean, we keep talking about it, and I keep uh, grinning from ear to ear. And uh, yeah, I just want to rewatch it. So uh, you know, I think. Um, I think to, to, to wrap things up, you know, if I had to kind of give this movie a review, I kind of would do the same thing I did with uh, John Wick almost, where I compare it to kind of the, the first in, in the franchise, where uh, John Wick 1 and also the Lego movie 1 had the advantage of kind of being unique and fresh. They both got to uh, kind of approach uh, filmmaking from a, a, a new kind of point of view. And their sequels kind of uh, uh, try to do more of the same that we love, but they just don't have the, uh, the advantage of being new and fresh. You know, they kind of have to reinvent, add something new to the story, which, you know, it worked really, really well in, in both cases of both of those movies that both came out on the exact same weekend. Um, but they're, they're, they're still good. I, I I think um i think this is a solid addition to what it looks like we're going to get a whole lego cinematic universe yes the lego cinematic universe something we never thought we'd ever say out loud mm-hmm. um and honestly to be to be quite frank um this is kind of maybe this movie more so than the first lego movie has piqued my lego purchasing interest in anything <laughs> They're uh, hitting your wallet. That's all they care about at the end of the day, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think they are. They are hitting my wallet in, in more ways than one. So now I, I have um, several Lego things laying around here, and uh, that's a problem, but not a. I mean, it's not pop vinyl problem, but it's a problem. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm I'm really looking forward to getting some. Like my wife bought me the Century and Black Bolt Lego figures last year for Christmas, and um, they're just little, little mini figs, but I love them. And I, I think Legos are cool things to have. Every kid should have Legos growing up. And, oh yeah! Uh, now that they can grow up watching Lego movies as well as playing with their Legos, that's even better. Uh, to go with that, uh, if I was to give this movie, I I put this exactly on the same level as the first Lego movie. Oh okay. Uh, um, to me, because there are things in the first one that kind of like I don't want to watch because I'm a little bored with them. There's a couple of moments where that one dips down, and in my current memory right now, the Lego Batman movie doesn't have as many of those dips. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so, uh, but the jokes uh, like in that one are good. Like in the first movie, they have the you know, um, you know, uh, I just say, um, are you ready for this? And the basketball players build a thing and they flick it, and he's like, oh, they were ready for that. Uh, <laughs> my favorite line in that whole movie. So I like the bad jokes, the bad puns. Uh, really, I love it a lot. If I was to give this on a scale of uh, one to five lobster thermidors, I would give this a solid four and a half. Lobster thermidors. <laughs> Four and a half lobster thermidors. All right. Well, well, you make sure you warm those up in the microwave before you serve them to your guests, okay? Oh, most certainly. Where else are you going to cook them at? On the <laughs> stove? No, you, you, you heat them up in the microwave. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's it. I, for me, I, I think, you know, as you can tell, we are very, very happy with this movie. Uh, Want to watch it again. And um, I just, 
I just had a great time with it. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a good start to the new year, and um, hopefully we can keep the train uh, rolling when it comes to Logan next next month. Yes, our next one that we have scheduled is Logan. Unless I somehow see John Wick too, uh, between here and there, <laughs> uh, but we'll 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 see how that goes. So um, in the meantime, Mike, if if uh, have you ever drawn Legos? That's my question for you. How well, you hard are I Legos ha- to draw? I don't know. I mean, I had an urge to draw some after uh, I watched this movie, uh, but yeah, as you can tell, they're they're pretty uh, rigid, so they're not. There's not going to be a whole lot well, of a uh, a curve to them. <laughs> so so having played the Lego, I'm a big Lego video game fans, and when you buy the Marvel Legos, they come with a little comic book, so to speak, uh-huh. um, and they actually have a very two dimensional, very flat artwork style. Uh-huh. Um, you saw the picture of Batman and his parents, and then Robin and and the crew. That's the mm-hmm. artwork in the comic books and like the panels in the in the games when you read the oh, comic that's books. Awesome. So um, I didn't know if that was something they rely a lot on shading. So I didn't know if that was something in your alley. But if you get the urge to draw some Lego stuff, Lego versions of you and me, maybe wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, where can they people find that? I know you'll post that somewhere. Where can they find? Well, it? if people want to check out what I'm drawing, they can follow me at Mike Royer Design on Twitter and Instagram, and you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. A couple of years ago, I, I did a, a Batman comic, and it almost seems to align with a lot of the dialogue that uh, Will Arnett says, where it's basically just a series of him going, "I'm Batman." So you can <laughs> check that out over at uh, pickledcomics.com. Uh, but but Chris, you this is this is hardly the first movie that you've talked about this year on a podcast. Uh, so if people want to mm-hmm. learn more about what you're talking about, where can they follow you? Well, you can follow me on Twitter at Valdan V A L D A N. Uh, you can read my stuff on Comic UI, or as Mike said, uh, my other show, uh, Filmside Chats, or recorded our first episode of this year. Uh, move into a, a bi-weekly format because uh, it's so hard to watch movies and and stuff for this show, let alone two shows. <laughs> so we're gonna do that, but um. Really, really cool. Really excited uh, to talk about the Academy Awards, uh, the history of the Academy Awards and the Oscars this year. Not, it's not a prediction show. It's just like, where did they come from? What do they mean? Kind of deal. Um, it was really mm-hmm. cool. It was a really good time. So there's that. And um, again, on Twitter, Valdan V A L D A N. I'm going to post some of my Lego pictures today, maybe. So if you guys want to see some of the Legos I got, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to show them off. Ready to show you guys what I got. Yeah, uh, man. And um, again, uh, this is spoiler cast. What twenty one for us? Maybe I think I don't know. We've got we're our spoiler casts are moving right up in the world. I'm really excited <laughs> there, for that. There's been a few. <laughs> so if people want to, you know, find more spoiler casts or maybe subscribe to our regular news show, where can they do that at? Well, the, as always, please visit SuperheroSlate.com. That is the best place to find all the avenues we host the show. We are on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Tumblr. You can follow us and get us right in your email inbox. And you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. And you can uh, buy some of our uh, merch over at SuperheroSlate.com slash store. And I think we're also up on Instagram now, too. We are we Our branches are spread long, just like a Groot is Groot. So if, if you're a fan of the show, please consider leaving us a, a review wherever you watch the show. Uh, drop us a comment, drop us a like, drop us an upvote, whatever you got to do, and uh, we'll really appreciate that. And if you're a super fan of the show, all you got to do is share the show with a friend, share the show with a buddy, and we will be here every week, Chris. Yes, every week, Mike. And I actually, on second thought, I'm a call to action to people. If you have any favorite Lego figures or Lego sets that you have and you personally own and built, send them to us. I want to see them. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love building. A, I got like a, 
I th in my little Lego collection under my bed right now, I think I have a, a custom-built uh, robot that I did. I get really into making their joints function properly, so I got a little little robot under my bed right now. Oh, that that's really cool. I, I like those. Uh, the one and my I have a Hulkbuster I got yesterday from from my wife, like I said, and its chest plate opens up and the helmet comes, so you can put Iron Man in it. Uh, oh, sweet. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty kick-ass. So I I love seeing. Legos. My wife really wants the Disney. They have the Disney Princess Castle from from <laughs> Disney, and it's it's a big set. It's it's probably the most expensive set I've ever seen. So, uh, if you guys got Lego sets you want to show, I want to see them. So, but until next time, I guess we'll see you guys on the next spoiler cast for Logan and on the regular show every week. So we'll catch you guys later. All right, goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. Hello, sir. I've heated yeah. up your lobster thermidor in the microwave. I'm one step ahead of you, Alfred.